0: Air, and welcome to the Loaf of Bread GAA podcast, slicing into the GAA of the past, present and future. Join me, Jason Keelan, as we cut into the largest loaf of bread known to mankind. Hello, Gwich, bonjour, ni hao, konnichiwa, guten tag and previat to you all wherever you're listening in. What started as a message to 10 clubs has now expanded to more than 50 clubs globally from all continents. The journey through Loaf 2 GA Global continues this week as we move on to our next destination in the GA world. So come with me on the GA journey of a lifetime and meet clubs from Canada to Argentina, South Africa to Gibraltar, Bermuda to the North Pole, New Zealand to Kuwait, Knoxville to Qatar and literally everywhere in between. So grab the passports, grab the bags, it's time to go. On slice 46 it's a very special one as i chat to jacob and charlotte aka lottie both of whom are members of the first ever all german ga club darmstadt ga i found out about jacob living in carlow and learning the game of hurling from a 10 year old games against other german teams lottie playing in her first ever camogie tournament how the famous germans loving their rules went really against him in hurling training at the university the club playlist a member from ireland named ted the might of neighboring belgium ga and much more. But first, let's head back to Germany and find out all about the wonderful University City of Darmstadt. Bondsultas! Sort of. Good Morgen! and welcome back once again to the wonderful Germany. Today it is the southern regions of Deutschland which greets me and the city of Darmstadt. With about 160,000 people the city is the fourth largest in the state of Hesse. Frankfurt is the largest and perhaps best known alongside Wiesbaden, Mainz and Heidelberg. Darmstadt is the city of science in Germany, an official title I might add, not just a nickname. The centre for ion research in the city has been responsible for the discovery of several elements such as Borium, Copernicum and the aptly named Darmstadtium. The name of the city is quite uncertain, but its first mention in the 11th century states the name of Darmunderstadt. It was the Holy Roman Emperor Ludwig the Bavarian who got the city its title and its current name. Darmstadt was once also the capital of a country style area called Hesse. The last Duke of Hesse was in fact a grandson of Queen Victoria and Empress of Russia. As a result, the city is littered with British and Russian style architecture. Early 20th century Darmstadt became home to an art movement called Jugendstil, which would go on eventually to become a UNESCO site in 2021, making it one of the newest in the world. Alongside this time period saw the growth of the pharmaceutical industry, and one major thing of note. In 1912, chemist Anton Kolisch was looking for a chemical to help stop bleeding in people but accidentally stepped upon a substance called 34 methylene methamphetamine, which would be called MDMA, or ecstasy. As World War II was brewing, Darmstadt was the first city in Germany to close Jewish shops. It was only for a day, but it started a trend that would spread across much of Europe when the Nazis came to power. One of the most famous buildings today is the Frankenstein Castle, so named because many believe it influenced author Mary Shelley's writing on the book of the same name. As well as that, many know the Waldspiel, a surreal building site designed by Friedrich Hundertwasser. In terms of sporting teams, SV Darmstadt 98 operate in the second year of the Bundesliga since their inception in 1898, Darmstadt GEA are an amazing GEA side, and hurling legends in their own right. The club fields sides which are entirely German, something which in itself is absolutely astonishing. And a testament to the incredible influence the GA sporting world has on the wider population of the globe. Just recently, as you'll hear from Lottie, the club have founded a camogie site and are working on the football side also. But we'll let Jakob and Lottie tell us all about it. So here you are, Darmstadt GEA. Hi. Guten Abend,
1: well. Guten <laughs> Abend. <Good morning.
2: laughs>
1: Hello. Guten Abend, Charlotte hi how are you you? nice to meet you how are things good enough yeah just came home from work and sun is setting golden golden hour right now it's a perfect evening to have an interview inside in front of the screen nice sounds good yeah so uh I am pronouncing it right, it is Jakob, I presume, is it? Yeah, yeah. Jakob, yeah. yeah. Jakob. You can say Jacob, I'm fine with both, I'm so used, to, I'm very used to it, yeah.
0: That's okay, yes. Um, and Charlotte, you're on the Darmstadt Camogie team, is that correct?
2: Yes, yes. You can also call me Lottie, that's fine.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, Lottie, Lottie and Jakob. Okay, perfect, yeah. sounds cool. Uh, Jakob, do you want to tell us a little bit about what I believe is the world's first all-German hurling club, is that correct? <laughs> it's at least germany's first
1: <laughs> all german hurling club and i i doubt that there are any any purely german clubs anywhere else in the world uh yeah we are a club of yeah let's say about uh, 30 uh, members uh, if we actually count everyone in we're probably close to 50 but i doubt that any of these last 20 will ever show up to the training <laughs> sessions so let's say it's around 30 um yeah we we founded this club in uh, 2014, we had some first training sessions, joined the GAA then in 2015 and uh, since then we are developing, yeah, into we, we added a, a camogie team, uh, we are also doing uh, some development now in Gaelic football and so far we are managed by Germans and also run by Germans and all of our players, at least right now, are Germans. And I suppose the question that people
0: who are listening are probably going to ask is, how the hell did how... all the Germans get involved?
1: <laughs> how and why? Yeah. So I went to Ireland back in two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine for a, which is basically a student uh, visit. So I went. I did uh, half of a transition year in Carlo in, in Ireland. Oh, poor and you. <laughs> yeah, I get that response quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in Carlo for for eight or eight to nine months and uh, was to improve my English and yeah get involved in a different culture. And uh, yeah, when you do that, you cannot really get around hurling or at least at least around the GAA. Probably not the best county to visit to uh, get in touch with hurling. But anyway, the host family I was in, the father from that family uh, is from Kilkenny, so I got at least some some hurling done there and uh, the kids of the family uh, back then, 8, 10 and 12, uh, from the first day on, they just put me this weird little, this weird stick in my hands uh, which I then found out is a hurl. And um, yeah, yeah, just try this, you will love it. And um, at the beginning, I had no idea what it was. I had no idea how this is played and yeah but I, I fell in love with the sport and came back to Germany and uh, was looking for a club I was looking for some somewhere where I can play this and there was really nothing around uh, back then and when did I come back in 2009 there were maybe four clubs in all over Germany I, I'm not even sure now it's yeah. around 11 or 12 uh, so there was nothing nothing nowhere and um, so from then on I convinced some friends to get some gear themselves and um yeah we just talked around a bit in the park and this is basically how this all started that's
0: amazing yeah did you get to see any club matches in or county games in ireland when you were there not in
1: 2008 2009 i just watched it on tv but um because i was there in winter there wasn't that much going on especially in carlo wasn't that much going on and uh, no i haven't attended a live match at least back then okay. since then of course i uh have <laughs> been to a couple of matches but uh, not back then, though. No. Okay, not
0: so bad. And Lottie, how did you get involved in the camogie sort of things?
2: Um, it is quite funny because um, Jakob uh, did start the club with the university also. So, University of Darmstadt then has a the hurling and Komogi team. Uh, and it is close to the swimming pool. And uh, I, with a friend, I was in the swimming pool getting out, and there were people playing this very funny game. <laughs> um, and my friend said, It looks amazing we need to do this. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then uh, we started and it was amazing, it still is. And um, so, yeah, they acquired uh, two new members then.
0: (laughs) That's amazing, yeah. And uh, how did you find either of you, I suppose, Jakob, how did you find taking up the skills of the game and teaching the locals as well?
1: Yeah, I find it super interesting to um, get, basically spread the word of, of hurling and and get people involved. This is actually what keeps me going. Um, I love this when people that have never heard of this sport uh, for the first time get a hurl in their hand. And of course, the first time you try to hit hit the ball, it won't work. But maybe the fifth, maybe the sixth, maybe the 100th time. But um, I really like to to see that, that people are, oh, wow, OK, this is how you play this. This is how you do this. And this is what I really love about this. <laughs> Me, myself, I was taught by a 10-year-old in a park uh, next to the house, so there wasn't everything really correct, and from then on, I uh, read a lot and watched videos, and there's also this yeah, this anecdote, basically, when we went to our first uh, tournament, which was in 2015, and we played uh, Dresden, um, we were playing according to the rules, as Germans are. We love to stick to rules. We love to play <laughs> really according to the rules. But we, we stopped after four steps, for example. So okay. you had the ball in your hand, and you run for four steps. And then like, OK, we have to stop now. And now we have to play the ball. And uh, yeah, everyone told us, yeah, this is the craziest, technically correct, but this is the craziest hurling we have ever seen. And from then on, we actually learned what, how, how hurling is actually played. Yeah by just attending att- uh, like uh, attending tournaments and going to tournaments and seeing from others and yeah getting some tips now and then and also failing a lot of times but uh, like this, you learn it by doing it or by playing it in this yeah. case. <laughs> I think
0: uh, anybody in Ireland who's listening is probably going, it depends on which referee is refereeing the game, determines sure, how many yeah, steps yeah. you're allowed to take. Yeah, it can be four, yeah, yeah, it could yeah. be 14, it could be 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends yeah. on the ref, yeah, that's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Lottie, was it hard to to get uh, the ladies involved or was it an easy sell?
2: Um, yeah, you no, know, so when I started, there were three other girls. Uh, in the club but most of the time we were like two girls um and then this year um somehow we we managed to invite our friends and friends of friends and uh, co-workers and um we met our first camogie um team um in the tournament in cologne last weekend um so this was really amazing um, they were... Did you
0: did you go up against uh, Leia and Gareth and Francis and everybody in Cologne? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> how did the tournament go for you then?
2: Um, so on, um, we we did lose all our games. To be honest, that's, that's okay. But we did not lose without scoring. Um, Good. And uh, which is amazing because uh, half of our players were beginners. So uh, half of the girls started two or one months ago wow. um and they have been training really a lot and also uh they were really really motivated and um emotionally it was a full win
1: yeah <laughs> Go to this super. Journey. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's good yeah um did you find a, a kind of a, a rivalry or would you say a friendship with cologne given that I know from even talking to Gareth and staying in touch with him that they seem like an amazingly fun club, um, as well as quite competitive. Is it a, a friendship or a bitter rivalry?
2: So the, for the Camogie team, it would, it's more friendship, I would say, because mm. um, before in the other tournaments, we have played together with them in order to like have a full team. Yeah. And so... By being used to playing together as a team, we're actually not as competitive. Of course, if you're playing against each other, um, then everybody wants to win. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> Sounds good, yes. Uh, and what about the men's side, Jakob?
1: Um, we played uh, Stuttgart and Cologne. Cologne, uh, the first match, it was in Cologne, it was the same tournament, yeah. same round. And uh, the first match against Cologne, we won by uh, we lost by one point, which oh. is, <laughs> which really sucks. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we lost by one point, and then we played Stuttgart, which went much much better for us, uh, and we won that match. And we ended up in the finals against Cologne again, and uh, this time I think we were a bit more tired than Cologne, and uh, I don't know how we lost in the end, but we lost by quite a margin. So. Uh, wasn't as successful as the first two matches. Yeah,
0: you're you're but... a proper GA man. You've already got good excuses. That's every yeah, GA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: As with the friendship and uh, being rivals, I'd say in in Germany or in Europe, like in County Europe, Continental Europe, mm. in, in it's it's such a small community still that it's really on a it's a big family. We know everyone by name. Uh, there's not much much uh, rivalry going on or rivals on the pitch of course but off the pitch um, it's friends you help each other out you give each other tips um, it's mm. I, I don't I've never played in Ireland uh, against Irish teams I don't know how it is there but I really enjoy this atmosphere uh, which we have here maybe this will change in the coming years if this whole thing grows and grows more and more but for now um, you know everyone and you know the problems and the, the benefits everyone could give you and uh, yeah very yeah,
0: nice. it sounds like a proper GA club. Yeah, it's kind of a community first, and then you can yeah. kill each other yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sounds, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. And what's uh what is it like in in Darmstadt for finding places to play? Because a lot of clubs around, well, Europe and even America, Australia, Asia, they've all had kind of the same problems of finding a pitch mm-hmm. because most you know councils and all that
1: don't really know what GA is. So what's yeah, it like yeah. for you guys? Yeah. So when um. I was actually saying that we were uh, playing around in in in, in the park um, mm. after we after I came back from Ireland basically, and I started studying in Darmstadt, and uh, this whole club basically started as it is uh, when I approached the university and said, "Here we have ten guys interested in this exotic sport you have never heard of," and uh, the university has a sports program, and they're at least for German standards, quite exotic sports, part of this program like lacrosse and uh, rugby, which is super exotic here as well. I've never heard um, hurling hurling described as exotic before. Yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) insanely exotic here. Like this is the only sport where you you say the name and people always, did did you mean curling? No, we (laughs) meant we were talking about hurling. So this is, the name is unknown. Lacrosse people at least have heard, but hurling is insanely uh, Mm. uh, exotic. So um, we approached them, and they were interested in us. Yeah, we you can have this pitch uh, once a week for the next semester, for the next six months. And we see how this developed. And this was in uh, in 2014, exactly. Yeah, And we had this training session. And just by being there, people saw us, saw us training. We were also listed in the program of the uni- university sports. So there Good. was written hurling. And people started at least checking at the beginning of the semester, OK, which sport could I do this year or this semester? And uh, there's hurling written and they start Googling it. What is hurling? And they see some video online. Okay, let's join it. So at the first training session, I was expecting just those 10 guys we were training with in the park and it was suddenly 20. So from automatically we had these and uh, we're still um, in good uh, contact with the university. We can still use that pitch. We are still part of the university program since 2014. And actually this pitch is for free for us. So this is amazing. We don't even have to pay for it. It's lit um, and we get... Automatically every semester, at least two or three uh, guys that accidentally stumble over this pitch, (laughs) stumble or or read over the the list of sports, and then okay, let's try out hurling whatever this is. There are always some crazy guys, and you need basically crazy guys (laughs) to join. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So this works well. Is it,
0: is it anyway like a a tricky sell considering like you guys are from, you know, one of the soccer powerhouses of the world is it a is it a tricky sell to get people in when the temptation of
1: soccer is there i would say that we attract the people that are fed up with soccer because hey. that's absolutely true that it's anywhere else but in the university which is super open-minded to exotic mm-hmm. sports um Soccer is everywhere. You cannot get a pitch because there's soccer from the morning until the evening. First the kids, then the, the I don't know under 15, then under 16, then under 17. Uh, in the evening there are matches. It's it's insane. And um, so because it's everywhere around, also on on television. You if you watch sports in Germany, it will be soccer. There's nothing else. There's maybe Olympic yeah. handball, but uh, that's about it and um the people that we attract i'd say are either the ones that played soccer before and don't like the mentality which is on the pitch or are fed up with it or some of the guys that say okay no i want to do something else i want to do something exotic which is hurling in germany
0: okay <laughs> or so, camogie
1: or camogie yeah
0: <laughs> sounds good and uh Lottie, then what about on the sponsorship side? um what does the club do for funding or raising money
2: um, yeah, currently we're we're trying to apply, so we're writing applications in order to get uh, funding. Um, maybe Jakob can comment more on this. We had a previous uh, sponsor who sponsored uh, one of the um, club t-shirts.
1: Yeah, um, we, yeah. So there was an Irish pub run by a German, by the way. So it's not super as Irish as we are <laughs> pretend to be. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they sponsored us uh, kit and uh, yeah gave us some money. But also, we get a bit of uh, help from the university, for example, when we want to travel somewhere. We, can, we still have to pay for it, but we um, get, for example, a bus uh, a bit cheaper because okay. in Europe, there's a lot of traveling involved. But yes. uh, most of the costs, like uh, um, hotels or, or hostels or something, still the p- uh, players have to pay. So it's actually quite an expensive sport to do, at least if you want to yeah. really attend all the tournaments. So, uh, yeah, just, just the training itself is for free for us uh, and for all our members, because, yeah, the pitch is for free. Um, but as soon as you want to travel to a tournament, it's actually quite expensive, especially if you're a student and you might not have that much money. Um, that's a bit tricky.
0: Okay, sure. And what a, Lottie, what's a good night out like with Darmstadt, Camogie and Hurling? <laughs>
2: um, a good night out. Um I am actually not sure what that means. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: As in uh, after the match is it a good party or is it very quiet or <laughs>
2: Oh, it is definitely a good party, I would say. Um okay. so um for for the Kamugi, Kamugi team which is rather new, we now found our favorite pub in Darmstadt. There we can you can actually eat uh, very nice schnitzel and have very nice beer. And last time it uh, got very, very um, late. (laughs) So that definitely was a success, but also from the stories um, that I've heard from several tournaments and also our Christmas party, um, there is a party spirit in Darmstadt, definitely.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we rather don't talk about the Christmas party Okay. I can't, I actually cannot remember all of it, it's, uh, it's uh, every year really something to look forward to, but then in the end you don't remember what happened. <laughs> so it's a real Irish party then where nobody remembers anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> good, yeah. Definitely
2: is.
0: <laughs> What I, I suppose I might ask the, the two of you, since um, well, maybe a lot of people are listening, I've like been to Germany quite a bit and I've seen quite a lot of it, but whereabouts would Darmstadt be located? Who would be your nearest clubs and, and what's what's good to do in the city as well?
1: Um, Darmstadt is quite close to Frankfurt um, right in the middle of Germany so 30 30 kilometers south of Frankfurt. Our nearest GAA club would be Frankfurt but they don't have a hurling team or at least they're not as active in hurling as we are. We try to develop Gaelic football, they try to develop hurling Uh, we play them in Gaelic football sometimes but they don't have a full full team so actually um, if our players are interested in Football, they usually join their training session and the other way around. Um, yeah, Darmstadt is mid size, 150,000 inhabitants or something like that. <laughs> that's and big in is, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's what, what was it? I think it's the smallest city in uh, whatever. And um, it is, um, there are three universities in this city. So it's basically a very, uh, young city there are lots of students there's a lot of stuff going on and if you want to see the even bigger city and skyscrapers and so on it's not that far to frankfurt so it's basically the the technical university maybe you can compare it with what's the name main news close to, yeah. Maynooth, uh, close, yeah. close to dublin so it's a uh, the campus and the, the the town or city around um around this university but the bigger city is right next door where all the students might come from or might have their families um, it's not, of course, not true for everyone, but um, yeah, that is okay. that is what is Darmstadt.
0: That sounds good. yeah uh, I like the sound of it. Uh, I went to University of Maynooth here in Ireland, so um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's just about half an hour away from me, so it's that's pretty good. Uh, what yeah. What about on, on personal levels then, um, Lottie? What's been the highlights for you so far in the on the Camogie scene?
2: Um. So my my personal highlight was last week because I was like really amazed by how good it all went and that there were so many like new players, uh, new girls um, motivated to join. And now they are even more motivated. So we were definitely going to be competing again soon. Um, Yeah, but I guess my first personal highlight um, was uh, the first tournament I went to in Dresden um it basically was it was incredibly bad weather it was cold it rained all day it was in the in October and um I was there with another girl from Darmstadt and we were joined together with Hamburg B so the B camogie team of Hamburg and Stuttgart and some girls from Jason and um I'm sure that's all of them but we were a mixed up team But we had a genius coach. Uh, She was from Hamburg B2, and um, she managed that we had a lot of fun and we played really, really good, even though we just met each other. And the whole day was really great, even though it was so cold. Um, And uh, since then I really, yeah, I I learned to love the community and also um, learned to love the tournaments here in Europe. And yeah, it kept me going.
0: (laughs) And what about on the, on the pitch, then? Do you have a preferred like position on the pitch? Are you forward, defender, goalkeeper, midfielder?
2: Uh, I prefer midfield. Um, hey. I actually really like yeah, running a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, if, yeah. if you do that, you're a midfielder, then anyway, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, yes.
1: And Jakob, what about you, then? what's uh, What's been your highlights? I was expecting that question. I had to think a lot. There were many, many... Cool days and cool occasions. Uh, but I have to say, it's also one I have to mention is um, the first tournament we ever went to because uh, it was a European tournament in Dresden, uh, also years ago. And no one was really expecting us because no one knew we were existing. It's a, still yeah. for European tournament. It's a rather small city. where we're there. Usually it's Amsterdam or Berlin or Dresden, which is also quite big. And, and then Darmstadt, no one knows where Darmstadt is. I mean, in <laughs> Germany, you might know it, but outside of Germany, yeah. uh, you just asked me where it was. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so we, we just registered for that. And everyone was, hey, who, who are those guys? And we showed up and we... We played that tournament, and um, at some point, everyone found out. Okay, this is a homegrown, homegrown club uh, somewhere in Germany. They are not, not even Irish, uh, playing there. And the atmosphere, how we were welcomed uh, at the party afterwards, was amazing. Like everyone wanted to take pictures with us, for example. And it was, uh, this this was a still still is a crazy experience, and. Uh, The second thing I should say is that we actually played in Croke Park in 2019. Um, To to get to play in Croke Park, you have to invent a sport. (laughs) Then you get to play in Croke Park because we played uh, the... I think it's the Irish national team of lacrosse because we made crossover rules between hurling or we invent or co-invented them between lacrosse and (laughs) hurling. And at the end of the World Games, uh, I got to... Touch the holy ground of uh, which is uh, Crook Park and play their full match against the, which is crazy to think about against the national uh, Irish lacrosse team. Yeah, and we actually that's, won. <laughs> that's even better. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a that's amazing because so many people never get to to step on that pitch. I've only yeah. stood on it um, a couple of times. All well, the first time I stood on it was illegal. Um, it was back in the 1990s <laughs> when. There, were, there seemed to be no security guards, and I went to the yeah, museum. Yeah. I bought a football with my aunt and uncle, and we just walked onto the pitch and started kicking points until security yeah. came and removed us. So you've, <laughs> you have an actual uh, actual experience of being on the pitch, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do you guys have you got to, or do you hope to ever get the chance to take on teams outside of Germany?
1: Uh, we, we play in the European Championship. Okay. So we, we already play against. Uh, like brussels and amsterdam and copenhagen and uh, teams like those so so because at least for now the german championship or there are not enough teams inside germany that it's worth it to have a full year round uh, or rounds of uh, a league or a tournament format in germany uh, so it's yeah a pan-european championship we're playing in it okay which sounds more amazing than it is. It just means there's <laughs> a lot of traveling involved, which is also fun sometimes, but it might, ca- or it can be expensive as well.
0: OK, yeah. and uh, Lottie, is it the same for the, the ladies in Komogi? Yes,
2: yes. Okay. Um, and we definitely um, go most of the time, or all the time, together. So if there is a tournament and there is a Komogi match, then um, actually we go there as a team. And um, sometimes also for friendly games, we would then uh, pitch in. in um the hurling team for exchange or something like that Um, but we definitely like if there is a tournament uh the whole uh Darmstadt EAA will go there together
1: okay sounds good yes Um... always at the same venue um on two different pitches basically so it's next to each other same same venue same date
0: Okay. Same evening, nice.
1: same party. <laughs> <laughs> same party, same party. That's the most important part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Sounds good. Uh, there's one last question, I suppose, I'll ask you before um, there's a couple of like, quick fire questions and then a few mm-hmm. German Darmstadt teamed ones as well. Uh, what's the, the hopes for the future, Jakob, going forward now that COVID is kind of hopefully
1: disappearing over time? Um, we try to find a new sponsor and we would love to have, uh, yeah, come back to normality a bit. That means that there are five rounds of the European hurling and camogie championship. And we would love to field from now on for every tournament as well, a camogie team as much as a hurling team. That would be amazing.
0: Okay. And this is it the same for you guys, Lati, the hope to field camogie more often?
2: Oh, yes, definitely. So um, ne- next season, we definitely want to have a full-on camogie team and play every possible game that that there is. And I okay. hope that we will manage to um, acquire a little, a lot more players. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so we' will put, put the ads out advertising out now. So anyone who's listening who's in around Darmstadt pick up a hurl and get out there and you, you'll be welcomed onto the team. So you don't
1: you, you don't even need a hurl just come along with we, we talk <laughs> <Okay>. you out.
0: <laughs> you just need to be alive. Preferably, exactly. That's all, yeah. yeah. Although, if <laughs> if you're dead, you can still come along anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it sounds amazing. Yeah, I really like the sound of the club. Um, hopefully, I will get out back out to Germany again sometime, and uh, I'd love to go and see you guys for real. So, um, some of the quick fire ones. Then, um, I suppose Jakob, kind of for for the men's side first. Every GA club in the world has to have some sort of tough, l- not lunatic kind
1: of on or off the pitch. Is there one on the men's team? I think we have a reputation of being friendly on and okay. off the pitch, which might be a problem sometimes. Yeah, that's not good, yeah. S- yeah. <laughs> we have some uh, former rugby players uh, in our team and they get at least the defence sorted if it needs to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: perfect, yes. And what about on the ladies' side, Lottie? Is there anybody who's stood out?
2: Um I, she is. <laughs> maybe I got a nickname. Um it's terrier. I don't know if it is the same word in English.
1: What is it? Okay. Terrier, a small small grumpy dog running okay. around biting biting you in the leg. Oh terrier, yeah, terrier. Terrier. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Lot <laughs> Lottie Terrier gallen camp is that right? <laughs> okay that you're officially <laughs> okay so Lottie you're the you're the one on it uh since I mentioned about parties does the club have a karaoke uh
1: song of choice every, um, every... <laughs> yeah I don't know um on the way back from Cologne we actually tried that out in the bus we were singing yeah for for ages uh until everyone was or at least half the bus was really annoyed and the other half was uh singing loudly and happily <laughs> okay
0: what, what is the song you were singing or what's the preferred song
1: every song what was every it song. i don't remember
0: <laughs>
2: uh, so so there was definitely yellow submarine
1: <laughs> oh nice yeah that's a yellow good start submarine. and lemon yeah. tree but, oh, but yeah. there's also a very
2: famous play, playlist for the club and um so anything that is on that playlist basically um is worth to be karaoke okay <laughs>
0: So Lemon Tree, that's definitely a good song. It's one of my favourite songs. Yeah, you picked a good choice there anyway. (laughs) Uh, Are either of you familiar with um, the Irish commentators, Marty, Morrissey or Des Cahill? Yeah. Jacob is nodding, definitely. Have you a preference to be in the Marty party or in the Des Cahill fan club?
1: no really not
0: no okay i don't know i I would rather don't comment on that okay (laughs) sounds good i'm gonna give that to des because des has not got a lot of votes so far around the world and marty is leading by a lot so i'm gonna give that one to des just to help out his cause all right okay all right and uh you've never heard of either of them no
2: uh, no, I'm not, not quite familiar, okay. sorry. <laughs>
0: that's all right, that's okay. Plenty of clubs happen. That's part of your homework is to go and look up Marty Morrissey and Des Cahill. <laughs> it's it's enter- entertainment in itself. Um, Jakob, the toughest team that Darmstadt have come
1: up against? Um, in... in- on the pitch definitely is Belgium, or it's, they're called Belgium, but they're based yep. in Brussels. Yeah. Um, it's amazing to watch them play. It's basically you stand on the pitch, and you always see the the shooters flying over your head and over your bar. Okay. You have, <laughs> there's nothing we can do against them. Um, it's always amazing to score at least one point each uh, match against them, but we can wow. learn a lot from them. But I have to say, they're super fair to play against. They uh, explain even in, in case you're doing something wrong or you have some problems, they help you out. Uh, we, we still love playing them, but I doubt that it's much fun for them either <laughs> because they're just hammering us. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, that sounds pretty good. And
0: Lottie, <laughs> is it a, what's, uh, what's the feeling in the camogie side then?
2: Um, So in Dresden, it definitely also was Belgium. But as a Darmstadt camogie team, we have never played them yet. Uh, but I'm very much looking forward to that, um, although they also will- Smash us, basically.
0: <laughs> okay, so Belgium are the team to look out for. That's good. I didn't know they yeah. were uh, they were that strong. Um, <clears throat> if either of you could bring Darmstadt, Hurling, or Komobi to Ireland, is there a team in Ireland you would like to take on?
1: A team. Yeah. Um, one of one of our now I have to say I don't know the name of that team. Uh, one of our players recently moved to Ireland. He's German and he moved to Ireland okay. uh, to Dublin. And um, he's now part there of, of a club and he's training with them and even attending tournaments, as far as I know. And we'd love to play this team, especially because uh, we play him then. <laughs> yeah, OK. <So. laughs> You'll have to ask him what uh, what the name of the team is. Yeah, 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 over yeah. There, yeah, I have to say I'm afraid I don't know. I can yeah. Look it up, maybe. Do you,
0: do you reckon Darmstadt would have a good chance against Carlo then?
1: Carlo GAA as a, as a county team? Yeah. <laughs> probably not okay yeah just that you had some experience i thought i thought yeah 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 yeah. probably probably not no yeah
0: Yeah. um as a hurling club or we say the camogie side first um lottie do you prefer the short passing or do you prefer to drive it as far as you can down the field
2: um so only saying short passing because my, my striking is not as <laughs> good okay. yet, I guess. <laughs>
0: okay, short um, passing. Yes, yeah, sounds good. And what about for the men then, Jacobi? Yeah, short passers or
1: drive it long? For me personally, rather drive it as long as I can, or, yeah. or even better from midfield to maybe score a point. Uh, this is, it's always fun. Um, but I think we should concentrate a bit more on short passing and on hand passing because it actually gets you somewhere if you manage it. Yeah, sounds good. Um,
0: In the GA world, there are four famous choices that you can have outside of Crow Park. When you go to a game, you can either buy a hat, a flag, a scarf, or a headband. Lottie, which one would you choose? Um, I actually would go for the scarf, I guess. Okay scarf sounds good and Jakob it's the hat for me <laughs> the hat for you okay yeah so a hat and a scarf good uh have either of you uh, been I suppose since you're an all-german team this might be a bit different because there's usually Irish people in every club but have either of you guys uh, come across the Irish iconic tv show Father Ted
1: yes oh <laughs> okay we, we we quoted quite a lot um we had a For the last, over the summer, over three months, we had a player from Ireland joining our training sessions and this uh, poor fella had the name of Ted and uh, he had to hear quite a lot of quotes. (laughs) Was his actual name Ted? Ted, yeah.
0: Oh, brilliant. (laughs) So you had an actual Ted in the club. That's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes it more realistic. Um, Amazing, yeah. (laughs) Um, And then I suppose for either of you, um, if you've watched any kind of GA, but do either of you have a favorite GA player that you've ever seen on YouTube or seen or heard of?
1: Um, As I'm following Carlo, a bit um, uh, influenced by my host dad in the family I was in, I would say uh, Henry Shefflin in his prime. Uh, yeah. was was and still is amazing yeah <laughs> okay and Lottie is there anybody
0: you've come across
2: um no no not not that I would say that's my favorite
0: okay so everybody just, then like everybody you... yep good yeah. okay that's all right
2: everybody that is Irish everyone like that's Irish right. okay <laughs> watching it is incredible yep.
0: okay <laughs> amazing yeah Um. and there is a few kind of German themed ones that uh, I'll ask you um you don't have to answer them if you don't like the sound of them either, so it's fine. Uh, Jacob, uh, Frankfurt or Mainz? Mainz, Mainz, Lottie? Mainz, Mainz. Okay. Uh, Jacob, uh, Robert Lewandowski or Thomas Müller?
1: I'm not really into soccer, that's why I'm playing hurling. But I would say Müller probably. Müller. Okay. He's the nicer guy in interviews. <laughs> okay. Same <yeah>. for me. <laughs> same. Okay. Same
0: reasons, all well. Good. Yeah. Uh, Jakob hurling or soccer hurling hurling good, uh, it's the
1: Lott- same, same answer, <laughs>
0: yeah. Same answer twice, yes. And Lotti.
1: always hurling,
0: always oh, hurling good, yep. Uh, I suppose if you probably answered this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway based on your, your choices. But Jakob, you're given uh, two tickets. Are you going to the All Ireland final, or are you going to see Germany in the World Cup soccer final?
1: All Ireland final,
0: uh, I have already been, but I would go again. <laughs> oh, amazing, which uh, All Ireland final were you at? Do you remember?
1: Uh... <laughs> which which year was it uh was kilkenny against waterford was it no that was a semi-final i was in and then it was kilkenny against limerick oh yeah Yeah. yep okay
0: uh did you enjoy it as a as a spectacle
1: definitely this is because this sport is so unknown here and Mm -hmm. If if you're playing it on a pitch and someone watches it and every second question is okay, what is what's that, what are they playing? And then you're in crowd part with eighty thousand people, and everyone knows exactly what's happening, and everyone is is just as amazed by this or as excited uh, as as you are. This is yeah, you I'm home here. This seems yeah. seems all right. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. And uh, Lottie, are you going to the All
0: Ireland final or the World Cup final?
2: All Ireland for Ireland definitely I would love to go there one uh, on time uh, I've yeah. never been um, I've only to been to Ireland once and that was when I didn't even know hurling yet so <laughs> um, uh, definitely one of my life goals
0: <laughs> okay brilliant yes yeah. uh, the Camogie finals have become uh, and the ladies football finals have become huge here the, the ladies football final is usually the biggest um, attended amateur female event in europe and i think the world possibly one year there was fifty five thousand out of one year so um yeah you definitely have to come over and check it out um crow park jacob knows anyway but crow park is yeah. just something else yeah it's, absolutely it's, it's a different thing altogether uh before i let you guys <laughs> go then is there anybody you would like to give
1: a shout out to in germany or carlo or anywhere else <laughs> everyone that knows us everyone that knows how crazy we are um yeah uh, now I should remember them all. Uh,
0: do you remember the name of the family in Carlo you were staying with at the time? Done. Family
1: done. Dunn, Okay. If they, if they hear me, I don't know if they remember who I am, but I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. I'm from that, that guy. guy from Germany. I'm that guy, and I actually founded the hurling club. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> okay, brilliant. Uh, do you remember? You don't remember what part of Carlo you were in? Do you? Carlo. Carlo. Carlo Carleton. Town. Okay. Polleten Road is the road uh, to Polleten, and uh, yeah, this is brilliant. Oh, we Tell surely,
0: we surely track them down. <laughs> I've got friends in Carlo who could surely track them down somewhere. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, Lottie, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to?
2: Um. Also, basically everybody who's around Darmstadt who wants to play hurling or camogie and just wants to try. Oh, if there's anybody from Ireland wanting to come here and teaching us some techniques. No problem. You can come. You're yep. always very welcome.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, I'm a terrible hurler, so I am absolutely no use. But I will come out just just to see Darmstadt because uh, I've I've been so lucky to go like to all the basically all of the main places in Germany um, that I've always wanted yeah. to go to. And yeah, I've never been to Darmstadt, so I'll, I'll yeah. have to come out
1: sometime. You're very invited, also um, to a tournament round somewhere else, somewhere else in Europe, or maybe we host some tournament here someday, and. Yeah. Uh, you're very invited to to yeah. come and I see us play and see. Play. Yeah.
0: I'm so intrigued, <laughs> yeah, because I've heard it was um it was the guys in Cologne who mentioned you first. Uh and I was yeah. so intrigued to hear of an all German team that I said, Oh yeah, definitely I have to <laughs> I have to see what the story is here. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so uh yeah, I just wanna I wish you guys the best of luck because it, it's it's quite unique, it's quite amazing what you're doing, but um in terms of the GA, it's definitely worth worth a book and worth a story on its own what you're doing so um, I want to wish you the best of luck and the last thing I always ask every club is um, a lot of people have become quite obsessed with the GA jerseys and gear from around the world Uh, where can people find the Darmstadt jerseys and top that you're wearing and everything Jakob
1: Um, there's no shop right now we have the the jerseys from uh, Mazita Yep. and i think they they always wanted to open a shop but didn't yet maybe we pushed them by mentioning yep. it here that they should do that but um as we are filing right now a yeah we want to we want to find a new sponsor so we might have a new jersey in in the months to come or maybe next year or something so hopefully that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> hopefully yeah hopefully, hopefully yeah <laughs> hopefully by the time
0: this uh this streams you might have a, a new jersey and a new sponsor so anyone is listening <laughs> yeah. keep an eye out because uh
1: Got a cool logo, just get it.
0: cool colors, got everything, yeah.
1: Or they can just get in touch with us and uh, we might have some, some jerseys lying around or at least we can tell you where to get them.
0: Okay, super, yeah. also uh, an option. Brilliant, yeah. Um, guys, thanks so much for coming on and for giving up your time. And uh, I don't know exactly when this will stream yet. I have to work out dates, but uh, I will keep in touch and I'll let you know. But uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, what do I say? V- Vielen danke. It's all I can Feel remember. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> ger- my so. German is a bit rusty over the last twenty years, I'm afraid. So yeah, but uh, it's been great to talk to you, and hopefully I'll, I'll see you guys uh, see you guys again
1: soon. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having us. Well, it was so. great Not fun, brilliant. Yes,
0: <laughs> uh feet are I should say. So feet yeah, Take care, guys. <laughs> see you later. bye Bye bye. Bye. Coming up the next day on the Loaf of Bread GA Global, we cut into our next slice.
2: probably the the worst game that we've had is probably the mixed game we had at the end of the last last season and women and the men mixed together that was a tough game I actually think (laughs) I came in contact with Enoch and I got a shoulder so (laughs) that was probably the worst one we've had so far Um, but we're hoping now this year we'll be up and running properly and we'll be having lots of games so hopefully I'll be able to answer that question now the next time time we meet Jason oh no you know
1: yeah, go I, I do remember that, um, <laughs> that. We were going for a loot. We were going for a loose ball, and I, I remember distinctly putting on the brakes and saying, "This is a female. I cannot hit her."
2: <laughs> I don't remember you putting on the brakes, Enoch, but you're looking.
1: <laughs> on slice
0: forty-seven, I chat to four of the finest from the Middle East Kerry G A Club. I meet Jamie from Kerry, Enoch from Dallas in the USA, Auvine from Clara in County Offaly and Shane from Donegal Town, to find out all the crack in the UAE once again, which had rivalries with Fujera, Raz Al Khaimah, Dubai Kells, Jumeirah and others, the newly formed Lakeret GA team in Dubai, no Corkmen joining the team, Virgin Media using the Kerry Middle East logo in the All-Ireland semi-final on TV, the Kerry Society in Dubai, the Cool Crest, Enoch transferring his American football skills to GA, and Mullingar woman as secretary, using the Sunday game theme song, and Shane introducing Father Ted to a man from which unexpected country. Find out that and much more with the wonderful gang in Middle East Kerry GEA that's coming up on Monday the 3rd of January 2022 as we take a short break for the Christmas period. Nullik of dhiv gulair wherever in the world you are whether it be the USA or Australia, Europe or Asia, Africa, the Middle East and wherever else you may be. Enjoy the festivities over Christmas over the next few weeks and as many great people have said before, we're a drinking team with a GA problem. Happy Christmas, everyone. See you again in a couple of weeks. Solonish. I'll see you at the arrivals hall, but until then, check out the various clubs on the Instagram page and see all the amazing work they do and some of the nicest GA gear going. Find the podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Email loafabreadpod at gmail.com. Or just simply hit the follow button and spread the word of the loaf of bread GA pod across the globe. Slanaghy.